This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. And this is our podcast, Hashtag Life Goals. If you do marketing these days, you're in social media. Each week, we examine one of our life goals and figure out what steps we need to take to make them a reality. If Facebook is your moral compass, you've got a problem. So come join us. It's going to be fun. This is Chelsea Wingo. And I'm Amy Covell. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and this is Hashtag, hashtag Life Goals. We I, almost made it through, yeah, Nico. we almost did. We almost did. I'm Nico Gutierrez. I'm one of the producers from the show. Amy is busy with a project, which is great. She's yes. working mm-hmm. um, on a film. Yes. So I'm stepping in. Yes. Nico was very nice enough to step in and basically fill Amy's shoes Almost. We almost could have made it through, Nico. Almost. Almost is true. I don't know yeah. if I can pull off the... She always wears these like really nice like leather boots. Oh, yeah. Just, no, like, she bam. does. So she does. And she has like, the nice relaxed thing on like the chair I can't, and has the cushion behind her. I don't her, like, quite have the, the Amy swag, but... <laughs> We're bringing Nico swag today. This is today. audio. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. We're already painting a picture of what Amy's like, but mm-hmm. today we'll just move forward with our episode today, which is... What is it, Nico? Hashtag, Hashtag social, social media. Media, yeah. which, my goodness, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere. Like, it's since we were, what, in middle school? Yeah. I, I think before I want to get into kind of diving into those melted memories of when I first interacted with social media, let me ask you what I always ask Amy. How are you doing, Nico? Oh, I'm doing great. A little stressed at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, just because uh, we're Marcus and I are moving to Chicago. Oh, yes. This will be the first time that we're mentioning this Marcus and Nico they're we leaving moving. us. <laughs> yes. So I've just been like apartment hunting and all that the fun stuff of the logistics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, we want we're happy for you guys Thanks. that you're going to be able to achieve what you want to achieve yeah. in another state. But yeah, so that is the big news. Marcus and Nico will eventually be leaving, but that does not mean hashtag life goals will not stop. We'll keep going Correct. no matter what. So yeah, so I understand the stress, but you know, yeah, happy no, for you. J- just been planning that, and it was nice though because last week I went back home to Texas. I visited my family, Ooh. so it was just nice to unwind with them. Nice, yeah. that's awesome. So, what about you? How's your week? I mean, today was a bit much. I well, it definitely didn't start off well because I didn't get good sleep last night at all. Mm. So I didn't get good sleep. It was kind of like a high because I met with an old friend through uh, the company that I entered at, at the film production. So that was fun. And then, just unexpectedly? Or? No, we planned it, but it's just oh, okay. had been pushing and pushing. So we finally met up. So it was great to catch up with him. Uh, I had, I have, um, I'll, I'll, I'll just put it out there. I have a fix-it ticket. I'm trying to set a fix-up. But um, I tried to go to the courthouse and I didn't have everything that I needed. So then <sighs> with the timing of everything else, I wasn't going to be able to do that. So then I got home, and of course, I passed out and took a nap way longer than I should have, and then, you know, tried to jam everything up, and then Mm -hmm. the night's not over, because we're working on stuff right after this, so. There's always stuff. So, basically, was a bit of a roller coaster, Mm -hmm. high and low, but I mean, we're here, and I mean, offline, we've already had a great conversation with our guest that's coming on, so I'm I'm jazzed. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this episode. Yes, exactly. So, social media, let us us get into it. So, before we start... Nico, what is your first memory regarding social media? My, I have a distinct memory. My very first uh, one that I used was Facebook. I was in, I think it was in seventh Facebook. grade. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> um, that was the first I actually, oh no, actually I used MySpace. How could I forget MySpace? 
<laughs> I so I you know and it made me feel really special and like techie because you know you had to know like the code to personalize your page or whatever. So I was <laughs> huge into Phantom of the Opera. So I had nice. I did that thing where it was just like this one picture Phantom but repeated multiple times on a grid. And then as soon as you open my page. <laughs> Um, there was an Akon song that just like, started. Play. It was a mess. Like, my, what Akon song? Slap that. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I think it's slap that. Slap that. Smack, slap that. Smack that. Smack that. Smack my that. Bad, okay. Bad. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I was hoping for lonely. No. I miss you, lonely. No, no. Smack that and Phantom of the Opera. That I mean. That Smack that and Phantom of the Opera combo. Okay. Self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. Yeah. No. I strangely enough did not get on the MySpace bandwagon. Um, I had a good portion of friends that did in mm-hmm. middle school, high school. I just never did. For some reason, I'm the person that is, um, this might sound very like no stuck up of me of like snooty, but when a fad happens, I am normally probably the last person to get on board with it Mm. because I don't want to be doing what everybody else is doing. It's weird stigma. I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that. That's what everybody else is doing. I'm I'm like that to an extent, but at the same time, I want to know what's this about. I'm all for like trying things in life. Exactly. That's why I think I like wait till like later on till like fads pass, like, Video games, movies, all that stuff, because mm-hmm. I want the fad to be over so that doesn't cloud my judgment. Fair. So I w- did not get on MySpace, but definitely I think for me it was Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook was the first time that I really, you know, you got to customize your profile, you got to put up a million pictures that you realize some are embarrassing, maybe you shouldn't have put up there. And yeah, yeah. I, I actually <laughs> was it, I think it was last year, I made it a point to myself that I was trying to be all professional and clean up yep. all my stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, going nice. way back to the beginning. There's some weird shit that I posted, and <laughs> just like, <laughs> like middle school angsty little things. So it's like, oh, no one understands. Or like, why is this person being like, you know, like weird, like, <laughs> Uh, it was so embarrassing, yeah. but really fun. Like Billy Elliot just said at one point in an interview, interview, don't put everything that you feel online. Do not do that. Be selective of what yeah. you choose. But I mean, we were all teenagers at that point, so it kind of was just one of the ways to be, let me get my ventilation well, yeah. out. And at that time, it was also, everyone was doing it. You yeah. Know? Like, it was this new thing, and mm-hmm. like we were all just like, ooh, I'm going to... I and want then to play with message. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You could it's, poke people. Yeah. Po- oh, poking. <laughs> poking. Oh, my goodness. Poking. Just was... <laughs> Jeez. And then I remember, what was it? This farm game that was through Facebook? What was the farm game? Farmville. Farmville, yeah. yeah. That was something That big. was later, though. That was later, but that was something that a good portion of my friends got into. So then I jumped on oh, that okay. and then was like, okay, blah. But yeah, no, um, Facebook was the big one. But I, um, I don't use Facebook as much anymore. I keep it mainly to connect with friends, also with work. Same. So I use it probably more than other people, but I still use it. But the ones that I use the most are Instagram. I love Is Instagram, Instagram, excuse me. I absolutely, Instagram, yeah. Oh, no, I love Instagram. I just love the I just love the platform. I mm-hmm. love that it's just, you know, simple. Just swipe through. It's a picture you with or a you video. Know, comment done. Yeah, you exactly. Know. No. Again, I love that. Again was the last on the bandwagon for it, and then afterwards I just posted yeah. nonstop when I was in college. I was just like, picture of a farm, picture of the lands, picture of flowers, picture of the city <laughs> light sky. I actually got into it to be fair, I got into Instagram kind of late. Mm-hmm. Um it, it had been a like a big thing for a solid three years, I think three or four yeah, years yeah. before I even jumped on. I think it was the same um, too, yeah. Be, but mainly because I was so used to Facebook and mm-hmm. I was so like 
cool with it. I didn't want to yeah. try the other thing. But then exactly. once I did, it was... I, Change I is scary. I understand, Nico. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> so yeah, Instagram's the one that I use the most. I have dabbled in Twitter. It's not my thing, but I understand. It, I don't it, like it, Twitter. I, I'm not a big fan of Twitter, but I, I use it. I understand. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of not like, my thing either. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like meh I mean other people be like I love Twitter and I hate Instagram like what the hell are you doing no, why are you using I, this but- I get that it's very important and it's super cool how it's just like you know that's how a lot of people get a lot of people do get news there and they just it, it feels like you're friends with all these celebrities but I feel like that's come across more of a thing on other social media platforms yeah. now mm-hmm. um I don't know. Yeah, I'm, no, just, I think I'm just more for the pictures. Less, yeah, no, less I think that's text. a very valid point that I agree with kind of with Twitter of its pro and con that, yes, it provides you a way to connect with people maybe you want to talk to, even celebrities or that kind of thing. But at the same time, don't misinterpret those as actual relationships or friendships because it's yeah. just communication. But again, social media has been a lot about communication and getting connecting and giving media Mm -hmm. but so how about we're already spiraling into it a little bit so how about (laughs) we take it back and i try to present the research that i found so we're gonna get into what is social media for those that what is it what is it indeed i mean we have a general idea but this will kind of break it down bit by bit and it actually opened my eyes to a couple of things so this is from lifewire from march of this year so what is social media the defined term that they have there is social media are web-based communication tools that enable people to interact with each other by both sharing and consuming information. Then it's split it into two parts. The social part refers to interacting with other people by sharing information with them, receiving information from them. The media part refers to an instrument of communication like internet. TV, radio, newspaper are examples of more traditional forms of media. Next section, common social media features. There's a lot, so I'm just going to try and Get through and not try to go on and on. Personal user accounts. If a site allows visitors to create their own accounts that they can log into, then it's a good sign that it might be used for some kind of user-based interaction. So creating your own account on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that fun jazz. Profile pages. A page is often necessary to help represent an individual and give them a space to create their own personal brand. I mean, you were saying, Nico, when you had MySpace. Phantom and You had Phantom and Icon and smack that on Icon. So Mm -hmm. it gives you an idea of who Nico was (laughs) back in the day. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I was not thinking when I did that. I was just like, I like this and I really like this song. So I'm just going to post it. You're just going to post that and then then forget. And HTML because I feel all techie. (laughs) And then realize down the line later, oh boy, what does it say about me? Friends, followers, groups, hashtags, and so on. Individuals use their accounts to connect with other users. They can also use them to subscribe to certain forms of information. So be like, mm-hmm. I mean, you on you have another Instagram where you do cooking. You do yes, cooking this was super recent, actually, like <laughs> like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Because Mark is here, like our apartment has turned into almost a full time studio. It got to the point ah. where I had to just not. I had to be very quiet, obviously, because they're recording in the other room. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here, and I found myself just watching those. Bon Appetit test kitchen videos mm-hmm. like all the time and I was like I want to make that I want to yeah. make that but yeah I figured why not document it and it's actually a lot of my friends like it and yeah I, they like a, your recipes space. and yeah. they're sharing it and that's also a good I thing I think it's fun too yeah our I guest get... is looking at it right now oh, and yeah. she seems to be intrigued <laughs> she raised her eyebrows. <laughs> she's intrigued so that's a good sign yay news feeds 
When users connect with others, they're basically saying, I want to get information from these people. That information is updated for them in real time via their newsfeed. So Instagram mm. would be like the short stories along with Snapchat, yeah. which we'll get into that whole stigma thing later regarding that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we'll talk about this later, but like this, mm. I really liked Snapchat when it came out. Yeah. And then, but then when Instagram started doing the story feature, mm-hmm. I got really mad because I was like, no, mm. they're trying to take me away from Snapchat, but they successfully did. So I never <laughs> use Snapchat anymore. And I actually mm. love that it's fully integrated in one app. Yeah, so. I think we'll talk about this with this with our guests yeah. later on. But I do agree that I think some of the Snapchat features have been applied to Facebook and oh, Instagram. Totally. So yeah. we may not, we personally may not be using it as much, but their application definitely is integrated with all other social media platforms. Yeah. Notifications: any site or app that notifies users about specific information is definitely playing the social media game. Users have total control over these notifications and can choose to receive these types of notifications that they want. Mm -hmm. This is actually really interesting because I know Instagram has this feature where you can be notified when a certain follow a certain person that you follow, if they post something, you will be notified right to your phone. I have that for a couple people that I follow just because I'm interested in their content and I want to know. I just feel like a creeper if I turn that on. But no, I totally get it. Like if you you know someone (laughs) you're a fan of and they posted something, you want to be like the first to know because you really like them. I understand that. I Mm -hmm. just I feel a little weird turning it on. Oh yeah, no, I I feel a little bit weird too but it's weirdly accepted in our today's generation i think i just feel like a stalker i don't know i feel like it gets creepy <laughs> our, our guest, guest is, is like why is it weird it's not weird at all weird? i yeah. will stalk all she's, of you and turn the notifications her opinions right now which is which is great <laughs> which is which is why i'm so happy that she's here so we'll definitely get into a tornado of a discussion yeah. about this Information updating, saving, or posting. If you can post anything with or without a user account, it's social. It can be something as simple as a text message, a photo, a YouTube video, link to an article, anything else. The like buttons and comment sections. These are the two most common ways we interact on social media through these. So yeah, if you like something. Here's the, here's the thing that's always been weird, which we'll get into later. Hmm. There's Unfortunately, there's some time where some morbid or sad or not great news posted on Facebook. And then you oh, see in the yeah. corner when people, there'll be like 240 people like or reacted to this. So yeah. when they, when it, before they had the emotions, when they liked, mm-hmm. you don't know whether like if it was. My dog died and like a hundred people like this post or something. Yeah. It's, just, it's a strange feeling. I mean, they it's added the strange. sad They the finally sad added, face. they have a like, they have a love, they have a, Wow, they have a sad, they have an angry emoji. But I feel like even then, there's always those old people who don't really know how to use Facebook, and they'll just click whatever, or they accidentally click like the angry face or something. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we can't blame it. It only takes it one on. angry face, and then it'll appear there. Yeah, know? no, it does. But I mean, you can take it off if you choose. But yeah, no, this, yeah. I just have always felt weird about that. So I'm kind of ni- glad that they have the emojis, so that way you can express the proper feelings. Yeah. But still, that was always something that was weird regarding that. Review, rating, or voting systems. Lots of social media sites and apps rely on the collective effort of the community to review, rate, and vote on information they have or are about or have used. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of what we... Uh, today's day and age, social media is being so much blended with marketing right now. I mean, even right now with this podcast, yeah. we're promoting on our social media. So getting people to like and to review and to comment, that is something that is like... It's essential, it. yeah, it's essential of course, right because now. then you're building, like, activity and, like, mm-hmm. 
you have to build your a brand. following. Yeah, your, your yeah. brand. It's yeah, social media is so much used for branding and all that stuff. So it's part of part of the part of the industry right now. It's, mm-hmm. This was also an interesting part. Are blogs part of social media? They said that Copy Blogger, which was another website, published an article arguing that blogs are indeed social media, despite people separating it as its own branch. Because blogs, they give information, they have a comment section for responses that can be voted on and shared with other people. Example of blog platforms would be Tumblr, Medium, WordPress, and Blogger. Yeah, I could see that. I never really thought of it being social media, but I can definitely see that. But I was one of those people that would separate it as its own thing. I totally split it up until you said that because uh, recently, like, I'll run across, like, an Instagram influencer that I like and, and, like, they have a page or something. Mm -hmm. And the page is, you know, their blog about their life and whatever. And they got merch that they're trying to sell or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I always mentally split it up as two, but I can see how, yeah, sure, it counts. Yeah. It's it's just, I think it's a slightly different way because it's not really, yes, you can put photos and videos, but it's definitely like a mixture of the traditional of journaling or newspapers and then... It's just on the internet. Yeah, less not accessible, I guess. But yeah. I feel like it's you got to do the extra work. There's another click to go to yeah, that specific site. It's another um, other than your easy app on your phone. Yeah, it's you not know? as easy. Like you do have to yeah. search for it. You can put it up there, but and maybe not as interactive as you will see the comments later. But it's not sure. instantaneous. What are some issues with social media? Mm. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. Spam. Cyberbullying and cyberstalking. So, Nico, this is what you were talking about earlier with feeling like a stalker on Twitter. <laughs> That's just me. I just, I just felt like it. Yeah, you know? no, but, I, I feel the same way. Um, but I totally get what you were talking about earlier about like bots and something. Because, like, yeah. if you, I've tried, I've been trying to be a little more organized with my Instagram posts, and so I'll post a picture, and then like I have a set of hashtags that I usually just like yeah. copy paste from my notes and in, into the comment. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I put that in there, you just get all these bot likes that are like, oh, duh, or or like random DJ accounts are like, cool, this is awesome. Check out my stuff or yeah. whatever. Or try to, or if do you want a thousand followers, we can help you get right. that. That one, that yeah, one. Yeah, I get yeah. that a lot. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, I appreciate it, but no, mm-hmm. I want to do it myself. I'm stubborn that way. And then they had gone talking about children and teens are especially susceptible to this because they take more risk when it comes to posting on media. And the thing for me regarding cyberbullying, I definitely feel it is, it's... Well, because you dealt with this. Oh, yeah. No, I dealt with this. But this was even before social media. This was like through I am instant messenger and things like that. Okay. Before I got into the big student that I talked about last time when I had a friend that I was close with in high school and college. And then something happened and we basically split up. And Mm -hmm. she definitely had a couple times through social media posted some really nasty stuff mm. about me and other things. So, yeah, with social media and for cyberbullying, with that being interconnected, I feel like there's this wall that because they can't see your face or they can't, uh, they can't like, that you're not oh, interacting yeah. with People them. People get more bold. I yeah. mean, that's like dating apps too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's with dating apps. But there's definitely this wall. <laughs> there's this wall that they feel like, I can say whatever the heck it's I true. want when they don't realize that it still has like consequences. And then also because they can turn on the location and all that fun stuff, they don't turn that off, they can be tracked down. So, well, yeah, because yeah. it, it in a way dehumanizes it because we get yeah. so used to people becoming pictures or people becoming these profiles that we just... That goes into my next thing okay, on this cool. article. Self-image manipulation. 
Mm. When a user posts about themselves on social media, it only represents a small portion of their life. While followers may see someone who's happy and living it up through their posts in such a way it makes them feel boring or inadequate by comparison, the truth is, is that users have the power to completely control what parts they do or do not want to broadcast to the world totally regarding true. their own self-image. Yes. I'm guilty of this. I've totally done that. I've mm-hmm. been in really I've been in really bad moods or yes. just like kind of down on myself mm-hmm. and I'll still be like oh man I should really post something to just like keep up this sort of like yeah. traction that I got going or whatever mm-hmm. and so I'll post like anything and I'm like everything is perfect and beautiful but it's not <laughs> no I am guilty of this too like even just not just moods when I'm sad like when I go through my photos I try to find the best one to put up there because I don't want yeah. ones where it like shows my stomach fat or kind of like I have a double chin or things like that. So I'm definitely guilty of this as well. <laughs> so sorry. Our, our I know, no, no. Like, I, I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, about? I get it. I get it. I yeah. recently, oh, like Lizzo. I love Lizzo. And mm-hmm. I've recently, like, she just kind of came up out of nowhere and now she's this huge thing. And I love her message yeah. so much that, like, I've been listening to her album nonstop that I've really kind of internalized this whole, Ooh, this Lizzo. feeling of self-love and singer. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. That's oh, what okay. it was when you talked about album. I just yeah, never yeah. heard of her. Oh, you now. should listen to the album right after this podcast. Oh, well, I'll write it down it's right so now. It's so good. So good. This is bad because I always buy my music all the time. No, but Instagram, I love so. <laughs> I, I love what she posts on social media, too, mm-hmm. because, you know, she's she's this, she says, fat, I'm a big, fat lady, but she's <laughs> totally cool with it, and she's got this um, lots of nude not nude pics, but she's naked. Um, and she's totally like living it. And it's Nico's so cool. I'm posing. Yeah. Lizzo. I'm because I feel it completely. And it's just so, I don't know, empowering. It feels good to see that because you should let her know that you should reach out to her. Yeah. I'll, I'll reach totally out to her comment. after this podcast. Yeah, That's my I challenge will. to you. Moving on. Information overload. It's now it's not unusual to have either over 200 friends on Facebook or 1,000 followers on Twitter. I have people through Facebook that I see they have almost 1,000 Facebook friends, mm-hmm. and I don't understand. I, that's me. But, but <laughs> I mean, I, I myself, I think I have like 400, but over 400, but that's, again, through high school, college, colleagues of work. For me, it's like more that. like, uh, I mean, it's more of a networking business is, sort of thing. Yeah. Like if you meet someone, it's very easy to choose. just be like, oh, I'll add you on Facebook. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're like necessarily their friend. Yeah. That's why I unfollow mm-hmm. a lot of people. <laughs> um, but it's very easy to just be connected that way because if you don't have their number, yeah, easily reach them on Facebook Messenger. Exactly. Uh, next part, fake news. There are websites that promote links to the totally fake news stories that will drive traffic to their sites, even though it's not real. I remember, I don't know if this was online, but do you remember the stint of apparently that Morgan Friedman had died? Do you remember that? Mm, Yes, yes. And someone posted and then we were all freaking out and then I was like, just kidding. Yeah, see, I was was wondering if this was an online stint or not because I remember this so well. I don't remember the exact date, but that was something that happened. It was like, wait, what's going on? He can't die. Morgan Friedman cannot die. And Mm -hmm. then it found out later, it's like, oh, this was just a fake. like, Freaking well, serious that's, that's year. Testament to the power of yeah, no, all these exactly. Sites. And then finally, privacy and security. Many social media platforms will still get hacked from time to time, despite having good security measures in place. Do you now also remember the Facebook thing that happened, yeah. where everyone got logged out? Be and then like a good portion apparently got hacked, so everyone had to get logged out of their Facebook account, and Facebook had to 
post this public message about it. Everyone's been up in arms about security. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I can see, but I don't really, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'm just not informed as much about it, so I can't really have an opinion, but I don't yeah. really see it affecting me. The only thing that scares me is like the... You know, when you have ads pop up of something that you were like talking about in a normal oh, yeah. conversation, I'm like, were you listening to me? No, <laughs> I, th- I think that is, I think whenever I have any of my apps on, I try to make sure like, is this listening? Hello, hello. But like gotcha. Instagram and like the game apps, I can understand that. But that's something that you should try. Open huh. a game or open maybe like Instagram, open some kind of app and then put it to your ear and see if you can get some white noise feedback. Or if wow, you like hear weird. something like a little like... <laughs> I mean, I kind of did that with my laptop or, mm-hmm. and my computer. I did the little, I got a little cover for oh, the, the cover. Camera. Yeah, I've seen people do that. But that's mainly because I, I mean, a lot of people were doing it, but I also saw that Black Mirror episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, nope, we're doing this nope. now. Nope. All right. So I think we're kind of going all over the place. So why don't yeah, we bring on our guest? This is a good time to bring Alrighty. on our guest. Why don't you do, introduce her? All righty. So our lovely guest for today is someone that works in the social media business a lot and her name is amber mayo say hi hi welcome welcome thank you so much for coming and taking your time to discuss this slightly infuriating but slightly fascinating not slightly infuriating fascinating and interesting topic that is social media yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes so context amber is actually Tim Alva's wife, you might have heard of him from Career Milestone number one when he came on the podcast to talk about my career milestone to write and sell a feature script and all the lovely advice that he gave. That was so, a really good episode. Like, he yeah. is wise. No, that he was, is my, one of my favorite good. guests that we've ever had. So that was great. And then he mentioned Amber, what she does. I was like, we have to have her on. Yes. Amber, do you mind? <laughs> and so thank you so much for saying it. So do you want to describe a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. Sure. I have been in marketing for a while. We won't say how long. Mm-hmm. I started my career actually in an agency called Winding Kennedy. And I actually did Nike's first digital campaign way Ooh, back in the day. The for an opening. Yeah, for an opening of... A Nike town in Denver, Colorado. Um, We're trying out the crazy thing called the internet. Um, (laughs) And since then, I've worked video games, tech, Samsung, Activision, electronic arts, everything from Sims to Madden. Uh, When I was at Samsung, I did a ton of social media. One of my best known things was probably the Ellen selfie in the Oscars. Oh, wow. Oh, Um, that was you? Mm -hmm, That was me. Holy crap, girl. Yeah. (laughs) So now I run my own agency. Like, you got a resume, girl. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's not bad. She wants to add more. She wants to keep building up. Exactly. Exactly. My goodness. Oh, well, that is awesome. Holy crap. Sorry, I'm having flashbacks to when I played The Sims a lot as a kid. And then (laughs) you play hours and you just dive headfirst into just creating your own reality that doesn't exist. I was there for the architecture, totally. I was, just like <laughs> I was there for my the Sims to live their best life that I would never live. So, mm-hmm. Did you kill your Sims? No, yes, all purpose. the time. We could tell a lot about people from how they killed their Sims. Oh. I actually did my best not to kill my Sims. The only times that that happened is if they accidentally were very starving and they didn't yeah. eat because I made mm-hmm. them do other stuff. Yeah. Or... 
Or <laughs> or the other times is like, especially in the first iteration or second, I think it was the baby. I could never keep my baby. Oh. They always, they always, no matter what I did, I could never yep. keep the ch- oh, no. the child. So then they, so uh, what is it, what is it called? Child, child, child agent. Child Protective Services, thank yeah. you. Child Protective Services would always take it away. I got better at it by Sims 3. I was okay, able to good. keep my children there, but Sims 2, I could not get it for life. Anyway, moving on yeah. forward, but my goodness, wow. So may I ask, what got you into... I mean, it's, I would say we kind of fell into What your got lap. you into what the internet? What got you into social media? You <laughs> want to be a part of this crazy phenomenon. If you do marketing these days, you're in social media. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It, TV producers... Um, anyone in any aspect of social media, uh, it covers everything that you do in any other way of marketing. Mm-hmm. You literally can't do anything without considering the social media implications of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Kind of mm-hmm. what we were talking about a little bit. And I think that's also kind of more like acknowledged now is that social media has become such a big marketing strategy for no matter what you do, whether mm-hmm. it's for your business, whether it's for film or TV, for book anything social media has become a big marketing platform so i, I would argue the be biggest because like yes. that's where i get all my that's how i know anything's happening yeah i think uh, i feel like that mar- well, and it's your personal platform as you were talking about yes, yes. for your cooking that's yes. your own personal marketing yourself when you're looking at that's other people mm-hmm. it's their personal marketing i mean it's how instagram influencers have come to be by showcasing their fake best lives so that other people want to be that even though it's in completely unattainable. Mm-hmm. And the influencers are lying. Yeah, as totally. has been coming Jeez. out over the past, I'd say two years, has really been hitting. I think it was Katie Morton who was talking with the Try Guys regarding social media that, yes, social media is great because it's a great way of communication, but it shouldn't be used for validation. I think that's right. something people yeah. rely. I use it sometimes where I rely on validation. Like if I get a lot mm-hmm. of likes in this, then like, oh my gosh, like feel, they like this yeah. or I'm worthy of that kind of thing. When it's yeah, just no. a weird, yeah, no, exactly. No. It's a weird mental stigma you can't yep. have in your mind. Mm-mm. Well, it's also this thing where it's like I get into this, sometimes I get into this mindset where it's like I can't, I don't want to post anything negative mm-hmm. because one, I don't want to invite all the other people to just like comment on my life, I guess. Yes. And I don't know, it's just easier to post something happy and mm-hmm. positive because people are so self-conscious and aware of what you post yeah but i also get reactive i'm also the type of person who sometimes gets annoyed i guess when there i have other friends like i'll call it oversharing on facebook and yeah. i don't want to be that person yeah so, no the, I, I don't know yeah i definitely feel now is definitely more than ever a time of day and age where you have to be aware of what you post because there's definitely some tweets that have in the past have led people to potentially lose their careers. There's the whole beauty um, guru so, uh, society on YouTube where I think, I don't remember all their names, but there was a good portion that they posted of beauty gurus that posted a, a photo that said, too bad the bitch ain't here, something that was a representation of the Kim Kardashian photo. Mm-hmm. But because they were close to Jeffree Star, it led to people to dig into their Twitters oh. and find racist tweets or kind of like sl- like slurring tweets regarding stuff and it led yeah. to mostly their downfall. Some of them came out on top and were very genuine with their apologies. Others were not as well. I mean, our, our president should not tweet. No. That's that. <laughs> not his fault though. That's Twitter's fault. Uh, yes. That's 100% because they have guidelines about harm and about abuse and about abusive behavior and about abusive tweets and about threats. Mm. And so if you look at what he's done... He's he's breaking all of those all of rules, those, yeah. but Jack mm. Dorsey 
literally doesn't care because it's bringing his platform traction and it's bringing him, more importantly, ad dollars. And for years, Twitter has been stagnant in their growth and they've had a hard time and they haven't capitalized on the promise that all of us advertisers spent millions and millions of dollars to capture and to do something, promotions, to sell product, whatever it is, to establish brands. I used to spend millions and millions of dollars on Twitter a year and it was stagnant. And it was hmm. absolutely not growing, not happening. The best thing to happen to Jack Dorsey, who's a son of a bitch, is that Twitter has Trump. And if you look and you watch and you see even Facebook, who is by no means, if this is my, this is my whole thing, if Facebook is your moral compass, you've got a problem, yeah. right? Oof. And Facebook is now the moral compass with white supremacists and nationalists because they're kicking them off, and Jack Dorsey is not. And that is entirely Jack Dorsey and Biz Stone. And they are doing it to the detriment of he people's lives. Yeah. I mean, when Trump tweets about someone, he's tweeting about representatives in Congress who are now getting death threats and who could Gosh. actually die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we all know that the crazies are out there. And so they're following his lead. They're assuming right. because he's tweeting. And that is so I it's my belief that if anyone dies due to a tweet, that death lies solely at Jack Dorsey's doorstep. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just now my mind is swimming with how social media, even though it's like inclusive, like like everyone can do it, mm -hmm. it is interesting of when they pick and choose which ones to traffic and which ones they think has yes. the most traffic. And that's of what, yeah, money, 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 because we're all greedy son of bitches that want a little cash yep. cola here and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting of how they will pick and choose which ones they will keep and which ones they will get rid of. So yep. it's like... Is there really much freedom in that? Is there? Um, so my next question that I would have, obviously you use a lot of social media. Yes. It's your job. Do you have any favorite? Do you have a favorite? Do you have one that you use the most? I have one that I hate the least. Hate okay. the least. Okay, then so, we'll go with that. And that is, unfortunately, it's Instagram. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that is simply due to the fact that it's a visual medium. It's fun. Um, you know, like last night was the Met Gala. Yeah, and you got to see, I mean, you got to see everyone coming through, and that's how like I follow those people, and so that's how they were fed into my feed, and I loved watching everyone get ready, and everyone just—it was so fun mm -hmm. to watch the makeup, the dresses, the designers, all of that was phenomenal. Um, on the other hand, Facebook owns Instagram, and yeah. Instagram's founders left, I think, last year mm -hmm. over they were just not having it. So the same issues that, about privacy, about um, like anything that you can possibly imagine, exploitation, the exact same thing is happening on Instagram now that's happened on Facebook. And people have this false sense of security with Instagram, mm -hmm. completely false sense of security. Yeah. So everyone says, I'm not going to post on Facebook because I'm going to see this or someone's going to see this or I get served an ad like that. The same I see it on thing Instagram too. is yeah. happening on Instagram. Here, yeah. But you have this false sense of security. And there are two things that I would say to remember. Anything you post, doesn't matter if it's a story or not, is kept somewhere. Of course. So just remember that. Mm -hmm. Everyone should know that. Yeah. There's literally no security. And number two, the second you sign on to any social media platform, they know everything about you. They know your likes. They know your, what you're not engaging with, which is often more interesting than what you are engaging with. They know your location. They know your device name. They know your device type. They know when you upgrade. They know what you're buying. Oh, they know all of those things. So keep in mind, 
that if you think that anything is safe that you're putting on social media, you're entirely incorrect. It's false. <laughs> it is false. Yeah. And the paranoia mm-hmm. is starting to <laughs> But use it for what it is. Like, that yeah. doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. No. You just have yeah. to understand it. I mean, if you compare it to Google, mm-hmm. the information that Google has on you. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, like, <laughs> like, just put together all the platforms and think about what they have. Not to be a you know doomsday, but no, 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 it's just good. a fact of life that no, yeah, you're no. using Google or you're using Amazon. Yeah, between the two, they can piece together your entire life. Oh yeah, no, exactly. As my dad has said, the internet's the best and worst invention yeah. in the world because there is. is so much convenience. But yep. then it's open up to a lot of yep. like what you were talking about, yep. like getting all your information and everything. And the fundamental issue with all of these platforms is that they were built by young, rich, white men in bubbles in Silicon Valley. And so what you don't have there is a sense of responsibility and understanding for good. I mean, if you look what just happened on Google's campus last week where people were, um, they were, boy, they were uh, whatevering on campus, uh, the campus, they were saying, we need, we need to be treated better. Mm-hmm. We need women, inclusion, uh, minority, equality, everything. Mm-hmm. Google's making so much money. They don't care. Yeah. And I would love to talk to anyone at Google who actually cares. Google, mm-hmm. Facebook, none of them. I mean, I remember when Facebook and, um, what is her name? She's the, the top woman in charge at Facebook, the lean-in woman. Um, and it's, you know, lean-in. is Sheryl Sandberg. And that was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. She did harm to a lot of women by saying Mm. lean in. She's come back now and said, yes, I understand that I am a, I don't even know, multi-billionaire now. And I have 18 nannies. So telling women who have six kids and who are struggling to pay the bills or even one child and struggling to pay the bills is bullshit. So that's the other thing with social media. And I think the other thing that we think of is social media, we think Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snap, we think all of those are social media, Mm -hmm. and we think about those implications, but you don't think Google. That is social media. That, I yeah, didn't even right? think about yeah. that. So you don't yeah. think about it. So you've also got the Tumblrs, although Tumblr looks to be going downhill. Yeah. Um, they're taking Reddit hard. Reddit is also one. Um, Reddit is Reddit. super vibrant. Yeah, yeah. super vibrant. Right Reddit Reddit super vibrant. And I would argue that Reddit has actually become a much better place since its founder married Serena. I mm. would argue that with his understanding Serena and her life as a black woman and understanding what she's had to overcome and understanding she's not paid as much and there's bullshit about what she wears at the French open that Mm -hmm. he's become considerably more aware Mm -hmm. and he is there to support her. I mean, he married a woman who's, I don't know, 40 times his net worth. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's a Silicon Valley, one of those bratty boys club billionaires Mm -hmm. or millionaires. Mm -hmm. But compared to Serena Williams, he's not shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that has actually been, I used to hate Reddit, and now I can actually see its value and its benefit. They were actually one of the first to ban white supremacists and uh, all the badness that goes with that. Wow. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've heard a lot about Reddit. I don't personally go on it, but now that I've, like, sometimes when I do searches of things that I'm looking for, opinions on stuff, Reddit pops up more. It pops up more, and it's it's like, oh, okay, it's not as bad bad as I actually for you it has a phenomenal screenwriting um universe mm, okay it's very rich it's very vibrant there's a subreddit for everything yeah yes, there's there li- is yeah. I see that all the time yeah. whenever my google searches are like a subreddit yeah. this subreddit yeah. that it's like Okay. Yeah, I feel like if you liked three legged turtles, there's a subreddit. <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's anything. <laughs> Hopefully, cool. it's not like fan fiction where it's like. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> Probably is. 
Let's not go down that rabbit no. hole, please. Well, then here's a question for you. Do you have a social media platform that you absolutely detest then? Um, yes, it's Facebook, Twitter, okay. Snapchat, Instagram. It's all the big ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all mean, of them. <laughs> well, and I, I, I appreciate them for what they are and what yeah. they do, but given the security issues, given the hacking, and given what I know from the advertising side um, of what we can do with information, mm-hmm. what we can take about what you're doing and how we can manipulate that and serve ads to you mm-hmm. and get in your head over a consistent amount of time, I don't think it's actually good for humanity. Wow. I really don't. Mm. So there's a fantastic, not to bring it all down, there are actually really great ways that it can be used. And I think that what's happening right now in social media that what we're seeing is a correction of a lot of the fake you know, Instagram celebrities of the past. And that will always mm. exist, right? Because it'll always exist in yeah. humanity. Yeah. But then you have people like, and I can never say her name, Jamila Jamil. Yeah. Okay. I love and her from The Good Place. From The Good Place. Yeah. Not only is she a fantastic actress, but she's also a phenomenal advocate. She runs an Instagram called Iway, I underscore W-E-I-G-H. And it's not just about weight. It's about everything. It's about inclusion. It's about reality. But she also gets after it and she calls people out. She just called out, um, I forget which Kardashian, because who knows. Um, (laughs) But she called her out for her tea nonsense and saying detox tea and you lose 20 pounds and you'll look like a Kardashian, right? right? And she calls them out and she's incredibly empowering and she's very real. That's great. And wow. there, I think there's a, a subculture starting that's really strong. If you look at Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer does the same thing. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the best things about Amy Schumer is that she will post something about like what she's wearing, the Met Ball. Like last night she posted about the Met Ball, right? And she mm-hmm. had gone the night before. She was on the steps. She was in sweats pregnant as hell and she said um you know this is happening and then she did a social advocacy work and she said by the way it's a boy so what she's doing is she's using her platform like amy schumer has to be one of the best examples of a celebrity using their platform for good and she's worth some like i think she made like 50 million dollars last year she doesn't need to do that she's the highest paid i believe comedian in hollywood right now um, and, and that's really refreshing yeah, to yeah. see. It's phenomenal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. It really is. And she's driving people to real news sources. Mm. She's driving people to get information. And she's being incredibly real about it. She shows her face with no makeup. She shows like literally the warts on her ass and all. <laughs> and I think that that's something that is needed. And it's it's a growing trend that you see. And it's so kind of correcting some of the plastic that we've seen in the past. And as much as I like to slam a Kardashian, and I consider it to be kind of a hobby. Um, <laughs> like even um, Kim yeah. is, yeah. she's taken that money, right? That she's, the billions that she's yeah. gotten. And she's now A, studying to be a lawyer. And wow. B, she's gotten 17 people released off of ridiculous drug charges. Then I think they were all in prison for life. And she's wow. paid wow. for their... Um, legal representation to get them off. And it was like something stupid, like someone was selling weed on a corner. And the majority of the time, they're people of color and they're men from low-income areas. So she's actually taking the money that she's done that and she's actually doing something. And so I think that transition is phenomenal. I think, honestly, it's because of... I mean, the baby boomers screwed it up. Gen X didn't do any better. Mm -hmm. But I think that gradually... I mean, if you look at the activism and the, the I'm not going to take this or deal with this anymore, of mm-hmm. Gen Z and millennials, it's, it's 
hopefully it's yeah the, te- the teeter's out. like switching around exactly yeah. wow okay kim well i will give you applause for that i'm not a kardashian fan myself but if if it's uh, i saw news of that so that's good for her but leading into that for celebs that are advocating goodness in social media are there any brands that you think are possibly or trying to do this exact same thing i think our producers are talking offline something about ben and jerry's 420 mm-hmm. something around that well as we all know i mean ben and jerry's is the number one go-to for anyone who's had an edible or something mm-hmm. a little too much i mean the choices are there it's just delicious you mm-hmm. can get it from postmates Who's there to judge? Um, <laughs> and Ben and Jerry's have a really long history of activism. And they also, even though they sold to Unilever, um, who's one of the big nasty corporate giants, I believe that Ben and Jerry still kept control of a lot of what they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did the expungement thing for 420. And one of the things that they've been working on a really long time, and that's one of the things that's actually coming up again over and over in social media, mm-hmm. people are 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 leaning into these areas where they can actually make change and bring awareness. So Mm. it really is good. Actually, that is one of those things. If you have a company that is legit about it, and there are plenty of companies who aren't legit about it, right? Yeah. Um, So Patagonia is my favorite, just all the way around. Mm -hmm. They put their money literally where their mouths are. They took, um, and they, I don't think they actually talk about it as much as they could or should, but yeah. they do a phenomenal job on social media. They represent it. They stay true to their brand, and they actually do something with it. So there are a lot of companies who actually, um, especially now with what we're seeing, whether it's national parks, whether it's expungement records with ridiculous cannabis things, or who knows, whether it's um, kids at the border, any one of those elements, people are generally picking one and then using their power to try and help. Wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're not, they don't pale in comparison, but I've definitely seen the ads of kind of the, like, oh, like recycling all the plastic bottles. And then there's, there's like this bracelet that they yeah. do. Regarding that. My brother has one of those. He exactly. loves that. So mm-hmm. I see some of those popping in there. We actually yep. had a guest a while back, Kimmy, who for hashtag zero waste, because she's an activist yeah. regarding zero waste. So yeah. she was on the podcast talking about her own company and kind of that social media. And she actually made a post the other day of how a friend of hers listened to that episode. And then she mm-hmm. saw like the uh, bins of recycle and trash, like bins like all around her neighborhood, like separating to kind of like having zero waste there and kind of like being active yeah. regarding yeah. a thing that she loves. So it's just, oh, that's so sweet. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's nice seeing people who like have these giant platforms actually yeah. like being responsible about mm-hmm. what they post. It's very back and forth on a teeter-totter, yeah. I would but say. If you look at someone like Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. she's phenomenal with her social media. Oh, yeah. She she's does such a, such a good job. They and launched a, a she lives baby... Her truth. Uh, mm-hmm. baby company baby yeah. products yeah. baby um, I don't know what it's what called but sold. it's like all baby natural baby bottle pop yeah. <laughs> baby bottle <laughs> pop I'm sorry yeah. the theme song popped into my head I love baby bottle pop as a kid anyway yeah. moving on baby company for um, Kristen Bell but one of the things she does and there, in the fall there was a big thing that teachers don't have any money mm-hmm. and they're also using all of their money for school supplies for kids like basics like pencils yeah. and mm-hmm. so sad and so she she was part of that huge coalition of actors and actresses that did a huge social media campaign and it was teacher of the week. And so they would each pick a teacher each week. Well, Kristen Bell has actually extended that. And every week throughout the year, it's like everyone kind of did it for like a minute Mm -hmm. and they totally helped a lot of teachers and Mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. 
phenomenal, but she's extended that and she continues to help a teacher every That's single great. week. Nice. So it's like, she's really active and that activism is really great. I mean, if you think about other ways that you can, um, help, I mean, you think about helping homeless animals, mm-hmm. like, Cats and dogs. It's a great way to help, um, you know, get that message out there. Everyone loves cats yeah. on the internet, so yeah. no, that's great, great that she do. like keeps it up because I feel like there's a there's a time when I don't know there like these issues mm-hmm. are treated like news, and then like new news gets replaced, and we forget about them completely. Do you think fads? Yeah, fads. Fads. yeah, it's yeah. Such, I just feel like it's all kind yeah. of in the same yeah. thing. So it's yeah. nice so when it's, something exactly nice to see someone yeah. who continues to bring. Well, that, I don't like, even think it's a fad anymore. Like a fad, I think was like five years ago. Okay. Now it's like it's just that social news cycle. Yeah. Like yeah. If you, you know, you're just moving in and out. Like the Met Gala was just last night, and mm-hmm. we saw some of the most beautiful, coolest things ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 24 hours later, we're already over it's it. That's true. We're yeah. Right. Exactly. Like our attention span. I, exactly. And now I'm like, wait, when was the Met? <laughs> was the oh, yeah, Met Gala two weeks ago? No, it no. was last night. It was yeah. last night. Yeah, and then the now the big thing. I think mm-hmm. you mentioned the coffee cup or Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones. I yeah. saw that posted on that. Right. <laughs> this will be uh, this will be in the past. Well, that uh, point, yeah. But yeah it was today just was like they they took it out today or something. They took it. They did. They took it out. One thing I did want to bring up. You were talking offline before we started. Micro influencers. Yeah, this is something I want to hear about. <laughs> yes. So they, it's you know how like influencers, like you have your Kim Kardashians and your Biebers, and why are you pointing at me? Because you seem to love Bieber a lot. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I liked um, him when he was younger, not now, not but now. I respect his music progressing forward. <laughs> sorry, I get that a, was a big statement. About I'm sorry. Yeah. I, that, I, I mean, that just okay. means there's a lot to uncover with you and Bieber. Yeah, so we'll go into this later. There. No, um, moving on. Micro influencers. So anyhow. <laughs> So um, there's a big movement uh, to bring it back to micro influencers, mm-hmm. and it's what we're seeing all over the all over the world. Actually, is to bring it back home. So instead of looking at the world and wishing that you were Kim Kardashian, you had six billion dollars, and you had private jets, it's about like who resonates with you on an emotional level and also on a local level. So that micro influencer mm-hmm. could be a, a geographic micro influencer, like using Nextdoor, and really looking at that and seeing who's active and putting out good messages and maybe helping the homeless. You see a lot about the homeless, both good and bad on next door um and it can be a really good place to utilize um and get your message out there and and build community and then there's another like for you know screenwriters maybe there's a Mm -hmm. screenwriter micro influencer group Mm -hmm. there always are right maybe you find them on reddit but it's like the it's bringing it to a smaller more accessible group yeah so you can have more meaningful intimate and real conversations that aren't just about like the splash and the dash yeah, no, that's something I would love to see take on more. But unfortunately, with today's day and age, we focus a lot and kind of the vanity and kind of the things that we well, I think want. that's just the well, not, oh, maybe not well, vanity, but just like yes and no, because I think on the surface, that's the truth. But yeah. below the surface, brands who can actually move this a lot and mm-hmm. advertisers are spending a lot more money on micro influencers. Okay. So like good. if I were a big brand right now, there's also the if you put your money in one influencer, one social media influencer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even if you vetted them, and even if you vetted them all the way from when they were two years old and their MySpace didn't have some horrible Akon uh, oh, yeah. track, um, <laughs> then, right? So, like, even if you vetted them all the way back, you don't know are they going to get a DUI? Is your brand going to yeah. be That's true. And That's then true. All of a sudden- there's all of that. So, in my mind, I would, and it doesn't matter if it's music, sports, entertainment, finance, 
some Anything, yeah. economics nerd, no offense to economics nerd, um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter what those categories are. If you're spending that type of money, you are never safe. You're just not with an influencer. It's something that brands have learned. And so I think that micro-influencers are actually, you're going to see a bigger wave of them come out because it's much safer to put your money in smaller people yeah. that aren't going to flash back on some Nazi tweet from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're also more meaningful. And, well, they're less expensive, but they're also, yeah. they can have a bigger impact yeah. on driving a brand and driving that. Because it's a person who can have a discussion with you either on a geographic basis or on an, um, uh, you know, a, a like-to-like basis. Yeah, it's So really, you're speaking the same language. Yeah, it's basically building a trusting yeah. relationship. Exactly, that's, exactly. I think, I think that's what you're talking about is probably what we're going towards. And that's yeah. great to hear yeah. Yeah. that that's what we're going for because mm-hmm. I think that's something that can be violated a lot yeah. with social media and other things. Yes. But since we're on the topic, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like even seeing in public tweets of things that happened with this and that, it's just... Ugh, and yeah. but yeah, it's good to hear that that's the direction that it's going. Yeah. So that's awesome. So how would you say that you identify a micro influencer? Like what qualifies a micro influencer? <laughs> <laughs> like a person with what a big following but small? Out. It depends. Honestly, it depends on the category. So okay. it depends on what you're looking at and it depends on what you want to do. So say you wanted to move shoes in LA. Right. Mm -hmm. You would look and you would look at the message boards and you would look at social media. You would look all over the place, whether it's Reddit, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And you would look to see and understand who is who other people are following and who other people are liking and what their overall vibe is, right? Does it fit with you? Do you like it? Um, And it doesn't, you know, it can be any size. I would say probably the cutoff would be about 5,000 followers Mm -hmm. would probably be about the size. And that's just like a general estimate Mm -hmm. of someone who like I would pay in order to do that. Although I would, and I have paid people at much less uh, follower accounts if I feel that they're on their way up with a trajectory and they're really working at it and growing that brand, mm-hmm. th- which is their brand, right. um, and that they understand it and they get it. So you look for those qualities and then you work to understand how authentic it can be. Does your brand mix with their brand? A lot of people think about, well, you know, you as um, having your Instagram profile, right? Mm-hmm. But people don't often associate you as having a brand. So I would argue that your uh, account with your food Mm -hmm. is a brand, right? Yeah, for sure. That is Mm -hmm. a brand. You're building something. You have a specific point of view that is a brand. Every single person now is a brand, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen has built her brand (laughs) off of social media, right? She was, I mean, granted, she was a model and she was everything else, but she has morphed into something that is crazy and insane and a dynamo Mm -hmm. and at a level that normally, you know, uh, sports illustrated models would get to a certain level. Right. Right. And they wouldn't, not every sports illustrated model you would expect to have an entire target line of cookware. Right. She's gotten that through cooking Mm -hmm. and she's gotten that from her social media and she's gotten that from her sassy attitude. That is awesome. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very few people, I would argue you would have to be, well, just, dead inside to not love Chrissy Teigen because mm-hmm. she's, she stayed true to herself and her brand. So what yeah. you do is you look for, you look for the Chrissy Teigens, but on a much smaller basis because there aren't going to okay. be that many. And so you look That's for fair. that who knows their brand. They know who they are. They know what their point of view is and they know how they want to grow and they know what they can influence and they care about 
a couple of things, not everything. Okay. They care yeah. about a couple of things. And that's mm-hmm. who you'll invest in. And that's yeah. who you invest in. Okay. Yeah, no, like this yeah. is this is an example. It may not relate relate fully, but the first thing that I can think of, I actually just pulled up on my phone right now, is the place that I go boxing with. I won't like attack their name or anything like that. Yeah. But it is when I first went, I did not know they had their own social media. Right. And then I started going and then kind of got their vibe and then I found them on yeah. Instagram and all their posts have like relatively the same theme and vibe. Like it might be different here, there. Some are funny. Some are yeah. kind of reposting when people go to classes, but they know right. their brand. They know who they are. Exactly. And they are able to pull people in. Like they're, they're like, I think it's 13.8 K followers that yeah. they have. So it's a little bit bigger, but I would call that in a way micro influencer, my opinion for boxing and that kind of sport. Exactly. So that's, the first thing that I can think of, I probably should think more mm-hmm. of like Chrissy Teigen or like Kristen, not Kristen Bell, but like those kind of yeah. social media. Influence. But the mm-hmm. first thing that I can think of it as an example is like, yeah, I can see that how that is mm-hmm. influencing me in one specific way. And with that, it's for exactly. getting a good workout and kind of positive mental and physical Exactly. Health. So yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it, so for instance, for me personally, like when Chrissy Teigen tags her makeup artist or her esthetician who's doing her facials, I then follow those people and they have maybe 3,000 followers. Right. Mm-hmm. But the followers that they have are phenomenally powerful. Mm-hmm. So you want to go after that makeup artist. You want to go after that esthetician, right? Yeah. If they're working on Reese and Chrissy and Nicole Kidman in one weekend on Oscar yeah. weekend, mm-hmm. but True. they only have 3,000 followers. If three of their followers are those people, then you want to capture that esthetician or that makeup artist. Mm -hmm. That is a micro-influencer. Overall, if they reach out and they want to sell their brand, uh, that's a little bit too flashy. Yeah. And they're selling themselves out. I prefer to go after the person who doesn't quite, who knows what they're doing, but is an opportunity right yeah. as opposed to someone who's the one really who's trying to... and exactly are... because then mm-hmm. they'll purposefully be posting things that are like other accounts that are successful exactly. like that exactly mm-hmm. and you also have to watch it like there was an example of um you know when i was at samsung or whether when i was at electronic arts and you'd work with influencers and one week you know they'd be posting about samsung the next week they'd be posting about apple the week after that they'd be posting <laughs> about microsoft your or mind. sony <laughs> But it's just, you know, it's a check to them. It's not a real relationship. And so that's why influencers, um, that's the other thing you always have to be really wary of. Are they in it for the check or are you building a real relationship? And it's come to the point where people really, if you're building a really good influencer relationship, you're actually having a relationship. And you get to understand the person, the influencer for their brand. Because if you don't respect the influencer's brand and what they're building, then you don't have any right to really force your brand on them and make them do something. It will never work. And the most important thing is people sniff out fake bullshit. And Mm. so if you want to be authentic in terms of your social media, the influencers you work with, anything you do, be authentic. Now I kind of want to get into, um, there's some research that I haven't said yet that I would love your thoughts on. So this first one is from Convince and Convert. And it says, key discoveries in 2019 social media research. A lot of these points kind of refer to the infinite dial, a report that does annual research uh, regarding social media, what we use, the online services, and kind of those statistics. So here we go. Social media usage is up slightly in 2019. Compared to the social media statistics from the 2018 report of the infinite dial, its usage overall is up 
from 77% from ages 12 plus in the population to 79% in 2019. So in comparison, that is 216 million to 223 million in just that gap. Oh boy. (laughs) It's like a little bit of an increase, but not that much. And it actually, that's a lot of people. It is a lot of people. Yeah. But this is only 2%, right? Yeah. So that's statistically Mm. squishy. Yeah. So because your margin of error is generally plus or minus three percentage points. Yeah. So then that just comes from the old school marketing background. Mm -hmm. I would say part of that probably is older people who are coming on. Yeah. If there really is an increase, then that's older people. Yeah. And I would say it also could be the proliferation and the definition of social media. So for instance, now, I don't know where it falls, content or social media, but podcasts could also be considered um, a form of social media because yeah, you're consuming, be. you're engaging, you're sharing. True. Yes, um, and so I, true. so if you look at maybe the um, the types, and if that's a is that a global number or a U.S. number? It would uh, uh, be U.S. number. I it's think it's seventeen pro- million. I think it's a U.S. number. Yeah, that's a U.S. Yeah. number because yeah. it's just two hundred seventeen million. That's yeah, US. I think that's U.S. Unfortunately, yeah. it, was, it was limited to um, that. <laughs> so yeah, I would say probably older. Mm-hmm. Um, older people, and yeah. then you have a margin of error there. And yeah. it also depends on where they got their information. <laughs> yeah. And the types, how their what their definition is of mm-hmm. social media could be influenced by that. Yeah. And then the next point that they actually talked about is social media usage, as you were stating, has been flat technically for the four-year period. So basically, aside from the jump, it's technically stayed the same since 2016. But that's the amount of people using it. People right? using it, yeah, exactly. And that's not the amount of time people are spending. Yeah, there's there a difference a couple, between there, that, yeah. yeah, there are big differences in how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And the amount of time people are using is going up. Mm-hmm. So, And it's also 12 plus, so if you look yeah, at like... 12 plus, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. eight-year-olds are on social media, so... Uh, I don't know how It could also be that. them aging into it. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that could also just... Honestly, there's a big chunk of that population that could mm-hmm. be aging in. So yeah. it could be, it's probably both ends and then the definition. Mm-hmm. Instagram is the only growing social network. <laughs> it's the only social network where usage in 2019 is greater than 2018. Every other social network has either a flat or declined in the past year. Also for a first, Instagram is now the most popular social network among Americans from 12 to 34, ahead of Facebook and Snapchat. It's the first time since Facebook opened to all that it was not the most popular social network amongst all age categories. So Facebook has been kind of falling down. But mm-hmm. then we were talking about earlier how the whole Snapchat 24-hour thing, it's mm-hmm. being applied to Facebook and Instagram. Right. So it feels contradictory. Well, so Facebook is trying. So Facebook's greatest ability is to copy, and when they okay. can't copy, they buy, which is why they bought Instagram, <laughs> and then Instagram copied Snapchat, and yeah. that's when Snapchat started to tank. Mm-hmm. And now they've been like trying to recover ever since then because you can do the same stuff on Instagram now that you can do on Snapchat, right? right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just different. The other thing I would say about that is it's exhausting to be on Facebook. For a lot of people. And so I think that, you know, whether you want to call it Russian interference or whether you want to call it ageism. So yeah. hmm. uh, people don't want to be on Facebook with their moms or their grandmoms. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I have one friend and her grandma. I mean, I personally love it because it embarrasses her. But her grandma writes on every single thing she posts and it's fantastic. Nice. <laughs> but 
Right. That's not yeah. quite fun. Yeah. Right. No, there's another point that's actually later that yeah. says Facebook is used m- much more for older Americans it regarding is. that. No, it exactly. is. Exactly. It, it is. is for sure. It is. And it's also morphing. Um, I think we discussed it maybe offline earlier. It's also morphing a little bit more into a networking. Yes. Some form of a networking. Definitely. And yeah. so people may have 5,000. Like I have a friend and he has 5,000 friends. And I'm Jeez. like, I don't even know. I couldn't imagine even liking that many people. Um, (laughs) I mean, I keep it pretty tight. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but he uses it for networking and building his business. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot about Facebook that has happened with that and morphed into that as people have also understood that you can do that from Twitter and Instagram. But Facebook gives you more real estate to have those conversations and to build more of a conversation. Twitter usage drops again. Despite their own reports of a slight uptick in active users, the percentage of Americans using Twitter fell again in 2019. Fewer than 2 in 10 people in the 12-plus category use Twitter, putting the platform 6 in terms of usage. Even 6 is perhaps a bit of an overstatement as more people use Facebook Messenger than Twitter. And the trend line suggests that Twitter will fall behind WhatsApp app by next year. Right. Yeah. And Facebook owns WhatsApp. Yeah. I, I, I've I used WhatsApp every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't use it often. But oh, I use it every day because, I, I mean, it's more international, I would say. Just yeah, no, like, of course. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my yeah, family. Definitely. They it only is. use WhatsApp. Yep. Yeah, yep. no, I've only used mm-hmm. it whenever I've traveled internationally, but definitely kind of like YouTubers and people that I follow there are international, so they oh. use that a lot. Yeah. And that's why Twitter adjusted the character limit. Yeah, because it wasn't enough, but they mm-hmm. still haven't really solved the visual component mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So people want to share pretty like yeah. when yeah. and also when things are tough in the world, trends also change, right? Yes. So TV tr- trends change, film trends change. When you have like right after um, 9-11, you had a resurgence of family shows on TVs. You had a resurgence of warm, heartfelt movies. Yeah. People didn't want to see scary movies. People didn't want to see scary TV shows. They wanted to feel warm and like there was a safe environment. And right now everyone's a little rocky and Twitter can be, I mean, it can be a good place. You can get some good information. You get some good deals on there Mm -hmm. um, from brands. But at the same time, it's also a tough place to be, right? It just doesn't lend itself also to a visual. We've been accustomed and we've been trained to be visual. And Instagram has done a brilliant job at that. Mm -hmm. And Twitter, no matter what they've tried, they haven't been able to do it. No one ever seems to remember is that Rome always falls. Mm-hmm. right? Rome always falls and mm. AOL fell and they were at yeah. one point the impossible. Yeah. Yahoo yeah. fell. They were the impossible. Tumblr was, Oh my God, if you're not on Tumblr, you don't have this. I, I don't, I couldn't name a single person I know who's still active on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, MySpace, MySpace yes. was the yeah. end all be all. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at everything and you're now seeing it with Facebook and you're seeing it with Twitter, right? So Rome always false. And there's always someone coming up. People always forget that, especially in technology. Yeah. Blockbuster. And and potentially the most important thing here is this is a very American centric conversation, right? Yeah. Super American centric. But guess what in China, because I've done a lot of work in China and in Asia overall, um, they can toast us all in two seconds with their platforms who have 1.2 billion um, on their platform. This is true. And all they have to do is extend it west and 
I mean, that's why Facebook is gobbling up Instagram. They're gobbling up um, WhatsApp because they have to have that same type of thing. So, and I'm blanking on it, and I've used it a WeChat ton. WeChat is the WeChat. Chinese sorry, I've used yeah. I've, I've used WeChat a lot, yeah. and I've used WeChat in Beijing. And WeChat in Beijing, I don't have to have a wallet. I don't have to have an ID. I, don't, I mean, I do because I'm an American. But if I were Chinese, I wouldn't have to have any of that. That's I true. only it's have to have that. my. WeChat app. Yeah. That's all I need to have. And they know everything about me and brands spend money there. Like, so all you, so this, this conversation. So anyone, anytime anyone says that about any American product, mm -hmm. all I know is that they've never spent time overseas yeah. and they've never evaluated the platforms. So WeChat, I think has 1.2 billion or 1.6 sure. billion, something in there. Yeah guess what they have to do? They just have to open that door mm -hmm. and all the rest of these guys. And they're the, the technology that some of them have phenomenal mm -hmm. and they can crush it. So anything in India or China that's technology based yeah. or whether it's music, whether it's content, whatever it is, boom, all it has to do. It's why American companies want into China and India so badly. Mm -hmm. The base of the population will kill or make someone a winner either way. And once that door opens, yeah. U.S. companies are in for a hard time. But America isn't a leader in, I would argue, in the majority of these areas anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fascinating to watch as, I mean, WeChat's really gaining strength. I've used it for work. I've used it for personal. I've used it for a lot of things. Yeah, I only, I got it because I had a friend who, we, we were going to do some sort of um, music school thing, but he was Chinese, so he had WeChat, and it was yep. going to be over in Asia. So I got it. Exactly. And I was just kind of perusing through it, and it's got so many features. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. It's phenomenal. And if you work with anyone in China, you have to have it because they can't use Messenger. They can't use Google. That's true. They can't use Instagram. They can't use anything. If you're in Hong Kong, you can. Right. But that's the Nowhere only else. place. And so it's gaining that traction just by virtue of the fact of us that so many of us are doing international business and international work. Mm-hmm. All right, Woo. Um, I think there's more that we could discuss. We but could be here we, all day. We, can, yeah. we, we could obviously apparently talk about this for hours because it's very fascinating. I think a good question to end this would be, if there was one thing you wanted social media platforms to pick to help improve regarding either their audience or their connectivity or be more of an advocate, micro-influencers, if you had to pick one that you think should be addressed first to improve, what would it be and why? I would put a black woman in charge of every single social media network. <laughs> nice. That nice. is what I would do. Yeah. The number one thing. Number and one. the number two thing is I actually, it's not on the social media network. We know who they are. We know what they are. It's on people like you and like you and like you to understand what you're seeing and to take that in and to really not give a shit what people are posting, but be happy with yourself, who you are and want to represent that and your joy of life and all of that and not buy into it. I don't think it's necessarily on the social media networks. They are what they are, right? They mm -hmm. are who they are. They're going to behave in a way that benefits them monetarily. That's their job. That's how they were built. They weren't built on us on a, we hear social network and we think that that means that they owe us some sort of moral something, some ethical guidance. Moral compass. They, exactly. Sorts. They do not. 
They absolutely do not. They are a making, they're a business. They're, they're in it to make money. No one should ever think about that. So it's on the users. It's on people like Jamila Jamil. It's on you. It's mm-hmm. on you and it's on you to use it and get out of it what you want for your happiness and to not let any of that interfere because it can be a beautiful place, but you have to also understand that, you know, part of you becomes a part of it. Yeah. So you need to enjoy it. Wow. That was an uplifting note to end on. I think we'll end the questions there. Well, thank you so much for that, Amber. But it does not stop because we're going to move into our next section, which is called Hashtag Hunt. (laughs) I see the look on her face. Long story short, I have gone into Twitter and I've put hashtag social media and I've tried to find certain posts to bring up and maybe discuss a little bit and just, you know, have some fun regarding it. Some might be lightning, some might be who knows what. So we shall see. <laughs> this one says, Twitter finally lets you add reaction gifts to retweets, hashtag Twitter, hashtag social media, and it's got a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. So <laughs> I, again, was late on the bandwagon for gifts. I use it every once in a while. Them. Does anybody know how it started? I don't know, but Giphy has made a huge business out of it and they are... They're actually, you want to talk about another social media platform mm-hmm. who's not considered yeah. social media? Yeah. Um, See, that could also be another yeah. usage increase because Giphy's gone through the roof in terms of usage. Yeah. Um, I've had only entire conversations using Giphy. You should try yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. super well, fun. fun. Giphy. Gets nice. the point across. Awesome. Oh, it really does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Have you ever done with only Beyonce? Yes. Yes. Do you have an entire conversation only it's Beyonce? You've won the different day. different moves, yes. Yes. Your hashtag social media fans and followers don't just want to hear from you. They want to have conversations with you. I think this is a good point to bring out because some of the research I was doing, they were talking about how it's not enough to promote yourself or promote your brand. Social media, mm-hmm. it's connecting with your audience yeah. and mm-hmm. connecting with them. anyone can post. Boom. Anyone can post, but yep. only few people can grab their attention and be like, hey, interact. Yeah, interact. Let's do this. Like YouTube, I am a big YouTube fan, but they interact with their audience. They interact and, you know, yep. ask for their advice or questions regarding for like their next content. So being a part of that is kind of like a dopamine effect of just, yeah. oh my goodness. It validates. So people feel a sense of validation from that. And they feel like, oh my God, this brand is talking to me. Oh my God, what are they doing? Yeah. And it works really well. There's this artist, her name's Ashley Longshore. Mm-hmm. And her Insta is Ashley Longshore Art. Everyone should follow her. She's the queen of brilliant art and brilliant marketing. And she does a really great job of responding to people. And she's grown. I started following her back before, like, I just saw something and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And she does a really good job. And she's maintained that with her team, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. of responding to people and being really active and giving them either validation or not or that kind of stuff. And she's, she's really good about that. If athletes want to create a strong, resilient personal brand and become a trusted influencer, they must learn the art of digital storytelling. And it has this quote from Seth Gooden saying, marketing is no longer about the stuff you make. It's about the stories you tell. And it has a, a picture of, I think, I don't know who that is, but it's someone that's throwing a basketball and, you know, trying to be the good sports influencer person that she is. Mm. <laughs> well, I think it used to be that athletes used to need to learn how to do it. But yeah. right now, all the athletes now have grown up with social media. Yeah. So they know how to use it and they, they know how to do it really well. Yeah. So um, I used to work for LeBron mm-hmm. and he grew up with it and he's brilliant at it. Nice. And 
So like all of like the crowd, like even the like the Golden State Warriors right now, they're all phenomenal. Their social media, mm-hmm. it's just it's a fact of life. It's part of the brand. Yeah, it's, it's the, how uh, they control. So it's another. The important thing about that is. With your social media, you can either let ESPN or someone else write an article about you, or you can control the message. And that is the the most important part of it. Mm-hmm. To my spring classes, looking forward to an awesome semester of discussing all things hashtag social media with you all. For now, I leave you with a meme, because why not? And it's a meme of Robert Downey Jr. rolling his eyes saying, when someone says they're going to rage quit social media. Yeah. <laughs> this will definitely go well, those up Those people ours. are like, I'm giving up Facebook for Lent or something. Well, I mean, some people have. And I, I know a friend that has given up on their Facebook, so I commend them for it. But... I think with what we're talking about, it is such a stagnant and I don't want to say important, but it's such a part of our generation now. It's kind of, Mm -hmm. it's more impressive when you don't have them, when you don't have that connectivity. It's like, yeah, interesting. Yeah. This is just more of a funny one. Endgame is the most tweeted about movie ever, apparently. And it's just a picture of Thor. But I mean, Endgame is what, how much money has it made now? It's breaking all kinds of 2.1 billion. Yeah, Yeah, 2.1 billion. It's Mm -hmm. only been available for like, a week and a half, week? All right, this next one. Many of us need to remind ourselves of this, especially on hashtag social media, hashtag Twitter, hashtag Twitterati, hashtag stop venting. And it's a quote that is, maturity is realizing how many things don't require your opinion. Going back to what I quoted earlier of Billy Elliot mm. saying, don't post everything that yeah. you feel on the internet. The moment you open your hashtag social media, hashtag newsfeed, and see so many hashtag bad news and don't know which one to hashtag suffer first. Hashtag frustration, hashtag enough of this shit. But you're entirely in control of that. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what, where we get into like the social media is so awful. It's so like we get into like that whole victim thing. Yes. Mm. You have control of that. If I wanted to only follow puppy and kitten accounts all day on any of the platforms, I could. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. up to me. I choose to follow idiot congressmen um, and get worked up about it. That's my, it's just, it's just like everything else. You mm-hmm. can honk at the guy who's taken too long at the green light mm-hmm. or you can not. And I think that a lot of people get into that thing of feeling like all of this is coming at me and it's too much and it's too much. You're entirely in control of it. Yeah. And that's the thing that everyone is forgetting about social media. You can make it the place you want, just like Sims. Yes. Actually, social media <laughs> is exactly it's like the it Sims. Is. You can choose to build flowers and plants and have this beautiful and rainbows, or you can kill your Sim gradually <laughs> by starving that's it to death. Murder. It's all your choice. Yeah. The feeling of control mm-hmm. is in your hands. Yeah. Just know how to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is a good one to add on. It's a um, tweet that has a nice quote on it. Um, After many years posting things on social media, I can say that the important thing is not how many people see my work, but how much those who do see it get out of it. Better for one person to get great value out of a post than one million people seeing it and not taking nothing useful away from it. That's a positive note to that's end on. Nice. That's yeah. that's really sweet, and I think it's from a Twitter user that um, deals with autism. So it was mm. really nice to mm-hmm. see that. So yeah, no, that's awesome for uh, for hashtag kind of nice uplifting note. And then one more really quick session. It's challenges. So oh, yeah. Amber, what we do every week is when we have a guest on, we would like to ask them for them to give us a challenge to do regarding the topic 
that we are discussing. So I was wondering for hashtag social media, is there some sort of challenge or thing you want to give myself or Nico to maybe try yes. or not do? Go ahead. So they're different challenges. Okay. Can they be different? Sure, yeah. they can be different. Go okay. ahead. So your challenge is to look at how you're doing your food Instagram mm-hmm. and to rethink your hashtags and have fun with it. Don't okay. look for the likes. Look for the truth and the love of what you're having and what you're doing and what you're sharing. Okay? Okay. Ooh, nice. Okay. Like, yeah, I think I'll have to... Because when I pulled the hashtags that yeah. to, to thinking of the ones to put on there. Yeah. That's always the thing. It's like, do I need to get the, the big hashtag because I know it'll get like more views. So it may or it may not. But okay. what I can tell you is that good content always wins. That's what right. we forget in all of this. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. Good true. content truly, uh, unless it's the green book. Um, <laughs> but other than that, good content really always does win. And right. so I think you need to be more true to yourself and not look for the likes and have fun with it. Right. Do hashtags like I burned my elbow. Tell a story <laughs> with your hashtags. Okay. <laughs> like there can be more fun. So what you're doing right now is you're, you know, you're dropping down the dots and then you're hiding the hashtags. Right. Everyone knows that game. Yeah. That's so 2008, bro. <laughs> okay all right okay so, so just br- put so them. just put them up there put all them right. like have fun with it enjoy it and build your personality hashtags are a way to build your personality as much as the writing of the post as much as the visuals of the post okay okay cool. mm-hmm. nice. awesome mm-hmm. i'll have to be on the lookout for that nico i better <laughs> see some stories oh they're gonna happen i've, I've been lacking <laughs> lately but i've, I've mm-hmm. forgotten but it's fine awesome your social media challenge oh no I see the look on her face. I'm is scared. To start, because all things are social media, right? We've, we've established that. Yes. All things, like if it's on your phone, mm-hmm. it has a social media component, okay. right? No matter what it has. I see the look on her face. I'm so terrified. Your challenge is to open up one dating yes. app account yes. and <laughs> to handle it in a way that puts it at a distance and to just open it up, start and not judge yourself for anything you say, for anything you see, for anything that you do. That's should, your challenge. I should not have talked about my personal life offline with her. Cause I see you really like, shouldn't. <laughs> I'm really evil. I am really quite evil. Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. I've done it before. I'm going to, do it again. Yeah. I'm not going to have high hopes or anything like that, but I will no. treat it in the way that you described it of putting it like a distance in a way. And don't H- let it- How about this? Just as we talked about making social media work for you and not having it be a burden or come into your life or run your life, uh-huh. have this work for you. Yeah. It's a tool that you have control of. You yeah. have control of all of it. You have control of how you react to it. You have, it's the same as everything else. You have control of what you put out there, but you also have control of how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest lessons actually in life is truly how you handle yourself with a dating app. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean. It, because that's a lot of learning how to control your reaction to people, how, you, how, much, you gi- how much control and power you give them by how they act. And I would say, in a dating app, the most important thing to do is to give zero fucks. Okay. I will suck it up, and I will go through that trailblaze Mm -hmm. again and 
with that mindset because yeah. you yeah. She, you're right. You like I learned a lot about myself going through yeah. this ass because it's very easy to at least yeah. I guess your yeah. personality or whatever, but it gets very yeah. easy to just like they have this pull on you and yeah. you just forget to like wait. Like your other life, it takes over, you know? No, like, it can. But, but anything can, right? That's true. It's mm-hmm. just like an alcoholic who drinks too much. It's just like a heroin addict or an opioid, right? Like mm-hmm. it's all of it's all in the same thing. Yes. So you just need to put it at an arm's length, treat it like you do the Sims. You can kill any of them by star- <laughs> by starvation. <laughs> And when you set it up, just get the the monster bag of Skittles. Mike, taste the rainbow. Taste, taste the rainbow. The rainbow. <laughs> okay. I mean, you did open the door to the challenge. I yes. d- see. That's the thing. I did put myself out there. To be you fair, know, I did seem nice. <laughs> no. So no, no. You no. You are lovely. This is why we had you on. But I again, she's giving me the eyebrow raise. Here, I will hold out my pinky and do a pinky promise to you, Perfect. and I will update you regarding that perfect the challenges normally last for about a week but since we're changing things up we're probably going to do recap probably the end of the month or so so i will do it for you i will do it for you amber okay i like it pounding my fist on the table (laughs) i will do it i am so freaking scared (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) well that was a very awesome and fun episode we can go on for hours but i think this is will be nice to recap again amber thank you so much for coming on yes she i think she's still like thinking like what have i done to this this. she's getting excited no i'm really happy about it and i want updates (laughs) like i want a whole group oh geez no okay it's gonna happen but aside from that like the whole podcast like i I learned so much so thank you so much yeah yeah no definitely learned a lot so that was fantastic so Everybody, that was uh, hashtag social media. Um, if there are any episodes or ideas that you would like us to maybe cut to cover, go to our social media at Life Goals Pod, both on Instagram and Twitter and then Facebook. We love hearing your thoughts. And we are just, we're growing. Once again, I'm Chelsea Wingo. And I'm not Amy Covell. <laughs> and this has been hashtag, hashtag Life Goals. Goals. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.